Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 296, Charlotte Number One Podcast, recording in the basement. And back to the roots again, House of the Dragon, season one, episode two, The Rogue Prince. We're going five wide this week after we went four, three wide last week. A couple, couple old-timers that were with us from the first-timer Game of Thrones breakdown. So since we hadn't seen him in a while, got a fresh haircut, had the long locks, now he's all tidied up. Alex, man, how you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. Excited to get back on the Game of Thrones pod with you guys and uh, see what's changed. That's right. And we got a Survivor coming up, too. So, a previous, a two previous Survivor fantasy winners with us, and Alex and Lurs. So, oh, yeah. look at that. That's a full one away, one away from being a repeat winner. That's right. I think Kikaela's the only repeat winner there on that one, so we'll see if we can get that going. That starts September 21st, so we'll dive into that fantasy game as well later on. Well, I guess in, yeah, a couple weeks. So, Well, uh, Alex, where can uh, people find you if you want to be found? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Alex Sharon or, as always, on Xbox at Coys. All right. C-O-Y-S. Good deal. And then we, we already mentioned him, so let's jump to him next. Lurs, man, how you doing? Hello, doing good. Doing good. Fired up. Targaryen style. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, where can people find you if you want to be found? Um, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Instagram's Lurkers Mania, Twitter is Arrow Genderson. <laughs> Alright, and then Jeeves is here maybe for some Googling or some side comments as he did if you watched our first reaction video where he thought Rhaenyra was going to turn into Daenerys and he asked when that was going to happen at the very end. <laughs> no, <laughs> One of my favorite all-times, glad the camera oh. was rolling when he said that, so who knows what he's going to say. Jeeves, man, how you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh... I did miss the first part where it said 172 years before Daenerys, but that's my fault for getting another beer. But I'm doing all right, ready to, like Adam said before the pod, for football season, but ready to break this down. All right, and where uh, can they find you, Jeeves? Y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jeeves1988. All right, and the man, it's been a while. Cleveland coming into town. We've got the old quarterback here. Kevin, how are you doing? I know, I definitely know you're a married man now because of the background decor behind you. <laughs> you're in a side room, yeah. and I know you did not decorate that place. No, she definitely the, uh, did a little bit of remodeling. It's just technically her office. So. Ah, okay, okay, uh, fair enough. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I am gonna go to the Browns Panthers game. I'm a little, I'm definitely a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, it should, it definitely uh, should be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not going in with high, high expectations. We'll see. <laughs> it's probably going to be the worst like game of my life. But but hey, I'll try to have a good time. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> where can where can people find you, Kevin? If if you want to be found, uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Crazy for Cleveland. That's C R Z Y, the number four Cleveland. All right, nice. And for me, J Roll Nation, Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, and obviously find our podcast wherever you want to listen to. Your podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. And then our YouTube, they see me rolling. They give us our reaction videos for Panthers games and for the House of the Dragon videos. Those have been just – it's the comment section is pretty wild, and you actually can talk to a lot of people in those too. So follow us, subscribe, all that good stuff there. Let's get to the juicy. I've got the episode playing in the background. I don't know if anybody else is jumping on that as well, just a little silent. But – what do we uh we'll let Alex start off first because I know he joined on a lot of these podcasts before. Initial thoughts on this episode two of season one, The Rogue Prince. 
So I missed last week, but I'll start off by saying I didn't have high hopes going into just House of Dragon in general. I mean, okay. people who listen to any of our podcasts, I was the broodmaster uh, <laughs> toward the end of the uh, Game of Thrones show. Not having high hopes for this season. Dude, this show is going to be fantastic. I love it so far. Episode 2 just solidified like everything that Episode 1 did to build like the strong story to start. Uh, George R. R. Martin clearly is more invested in this than he was the last couple seasons, whether that's his fault, HBO's fault, whoever. But the characters that they're building, you already know who's going to be the bad dude, you know who's going to be the idiot that you're going to be just that you want to wring their necks while they're doing anything that they do. It's exciting. It's an exciting time to be back in Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, I thought it was definitely an interesting start off. And I, I'll tell you what, I'm very excited for this villain, the Crab Man or whatever it may be, the Crab King, because they've got him looking very villainous. Crab King. Yeah, with the with, <laughs> with the half the half face. I I want to think he's been burned by a dragon or burned by something at some point. The way he looks up when they do that little preview of the dragon kind of, and it looks like that maybe Rhaenyra helping them out with that attack in the preview. We'll see. I think maybe the, at least the coming weeks, but. He just looks like a, a great villain. I mean, you know, hanging people up, crucifying them while the crabs eat them and letting them sit there and all that kind of stuff. And different in the aspect of, so we jumped six months on this episode. And they hit that over the head twice with Rhaenyra talking to Alicent, like it's been six months since my mother died. And then even later on when King Viserys is talking about, you know, possibly wedding some, you know, one of these young girls. And he hits, it's been six months so I think for me on the front of this episode, I love my you know I love when Rhaenyra jumps out and says you know let's go you have dragon riders let's go take it over and just end this thing and they're still not taking her serious she's still the cupbearer even though she's the next heir she should be at least treated a little differently but altogether just again a good setup episode of showing like you just said Alex who's the idiots who's gonna stab people in the back and who's playing the long game and. Otto Hightower right now has got the vibes of a Littlefinger mixed with a Tyrion Lannister kind of going in there. So, yeah, that's kind of what I, I know because I missed the the first review that you guys did, but uh, it's kind of the vibes I was getting. They're setting a little bit of the the same tropes, I should say, of some of the same characters from uh, the original series. But but I, you know, my wife is the one that got me into Game of Thrones, so she was kind of a big fan. I didn't start watching until maybe. Like the fifth season is when I started watching like live. So okay, I missed quite a few, and then I caught up. You know, she made me marathon it. Um, but so she went in with you know very kind of low expectations, just how everything ended. I was so she was. I'd say she's definitely kind of like the bigger fan. Like I definitely enjoyed the series, but she knows all the lore and stuff. And but no, after the first episode, we were definitely both hooked. We're like, okay, they're gonna they're gonna do this justice, and it helps that as far as I know the book that it's based on is finished so yeah. <laughs> it's always a good thing it's good. you know at least they have a completed story so. yeah so kevin you're saying next time next that. time you join we got to bring the sweet thing on too since she's got a yeah, lot of she, knowledge she did as well. mention yeah no she did mention guys uh, i told her we were going to talk about the second episode and she was like writing down points like, oh, make sure you mention this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll definitely since we've got since we've got seven more to go, we'll have to get her on one just to for one of these breakdowns. It's always good to have different opinions on it. But uh, Lurs, yeah, what you sure. thinking? Oh, uh, I'm digging it. I'm 
digging it for sure. Uh, I mean, they're definitely picking up the pace a little bit with setting stuff up. Like from the first episode, you know, I I was happy. My prediction of Damon and uh, what's the other Corliss? Ah, uh, Valerian. Yeah, they. they I, I figured they'd team up. Like they set everything up. Like you can see now at the end of the episode two. Like Renera's mad at her friend, and then yeah, the Otto Hightower's a, a POS. I mean, he clearly he's gonna be the one everyone hates. I think. Yeah, I'll, you didn't, but I liked it, man. It was good. Yeah. You didn't like the fact that he was like telling his daughter to go wet the bed or wet the bed, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. I think that's like, what. And I, I, I... go ahead, Lurs. No, and I was just going to say, too, like, also, like, it was weird, like, the king talking to that 12-year-old girl, and, like, yep. it's just kind of, it's just kind of funny how, like, uh, all that kind of stuff is just okay, you know what yeah. I mean? We just kind of accept it. Yeah, I think that's I mean, what it is. That, like, it doesn't take away or anything. I mean, I thought it was good. Yeah, and I think, you know, since he's, you know, a lot of his materials based off of those old Renaissance times where this shit happened, where people were getting, you know, married at marrying older men, way generations older than them, but that's what Game of Thrones does, it puts your mind just in a mind fuck of like, wait, I don't want him to marry this 12-year-old, okay, maybe he should just choose the 15 or 16-year-old Allison, and you're like, well, that's a little bit better, but all in all, it's still not good whatsoever, but, you know, it's fantasy, you're kind of thinking, you know... You know, it's based it all, but that was just definitely what I think this show is best about is just making your mind be just twisted and trying to say something's right when it's really all just wrong. Yeah, like, well, and like the king, too, like, I'm, you're kind of empathetic towards him because it's like he actually does kind of like the girl that he ended up cho- choosing, right? But even though it's messed up, it's like you feel for him, but then there's other times where you're like, no, it's weird so it's like they do a good job of teetering that line yeah. like i mean damon's probably my favorite character so far and he he i mean clearly is distorted in the head so <laughs> they, i think they're doing a great job so far setting it up yeah and i even like i said the other part of just making rhaenyra showing how much how smart she is, but also the the men are still just not even taking her seriously. You know, when she brings something up, they kick her out to go pick a Kingsguard, and then Otto's trying to get a Kingsguard that, you know, in a time of like this, they said a piece. No one's really fought battle-tested. The only person was the guy that she just saw beat her uncle, and she chose him, even though it wasn't maybe the right political move, but it's the safety move, right? You know, and counter yeah. counter that to her dad not making the right political move, but he just doesn't make any right moves whatsoever. Like, completely throwing his brother out, but then picking, you know, Allison. I know he had to pick somebody, but you would think, you know, it's just a toss-up, but he's he's almost banished everybody away from him, it, it, besides Otto, but Otto's just playing him like a puppet, but I know Alice got some. It's it's interesting, too. Like, you, you mentioned how Rhaenerys is, is she, she's wanting people to listen to her. No one wants to listen to her because she's a girl and everything. We also have the mirroring of um, her, what is it, her aunt, yeah. who was supposed to be the other uh, heir that was voted on. She kind of reminded me of Olena Tyrell uh, when she was talking, when they were having their conversation. You know, she was telling her, like, yeah, it should be that way, but we're women. That's the way the world is. <laughs> yeah. And, like, she kind of, like, had that, like, acceptance of, like, the old 
person who had been through everything, but mm-hmm. the like, how are you going to fix this type thing? And she's going, you know, I'm fixing it by making sure my line's set. I'm going with the path that I think's best. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like mirroring Danny and Rhaenyra's with Elena and her aunt. I, I forget her name. Yeah. The original one that might have been voted on. Yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah, because that really was that conversation where. You know, when she brings up, do you want to put your 12-year-old daughter, you know, with my dad kind of thing? And she's like, no, I don't. But it's the only way for this family to keep going and to not to really cause any strife or controversy. And, again, it's, as we all say, you don't listen to your parents growing up. You don't listen to older people. Then once you go through some shit, you realize maybe they weren't always wrong and they were more they were right more times than not. But that was a very interesting, you know, conversation there. And they, and they had it in a great spot on top, you know, kind of in a little high look over while that creepy scene as the old man is <laughs> walking with a 12 year old like thinking potentially yeah, a great job of making him look old there and yes. that like little shot when it was like straight on she was so much shorter and he'd have to like lean over and like oh, yeah. what'd you say yeah, yeah yeah and then yeah and then when she's like what did your mother say and it's like i don't have to bed you till i'm 14 so she's like legit oh. twi- like it's just it's just yeah. fine curling of like oh that's you know that's nasty that's disgusting so yeah the ramifications of you know, then get at the end and how he chooses. But yeah, just the perfect overall setup of this. And do we think Alicet intent, like, did she know this was going to be the end game when her dad sent her, sent her up? Like, she kind of seems innocent, but I she, think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I think I think she's doing what her dad says, but I think she's also going to like take advantage of it. Yeah, she she knows what she's doing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean. And we saw yeah. in that preview. She knows. I don't know if she wants to, but but, but she knows that she's complicit. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's and that's the thing too is going back to like the women in this. She kind of she her mother's gone. I don't know if she has any. I haven't you know I said I don't know if she has any brothers or sisters or whatever else. It's just her and her dad. So really, she can't just go against what her. I mean, she could go against what her dad says, but that's not as we just said. It's always women are told to do what the men say, kind of thing. But, yeah, I do – it is going to be interesting to see that progression of now that friendship is absolutely ruined because, you know, I thought it was key yeah. that her when her dad says in the episode – or when uh, the king says in the episode, you haven't been telling Rhaenyra about these conversations, she says no. It's been six months, so they've always been talking every day at least once or every other day or something, and she hasn't once let it slip or even told her, so that's – when you start realizing the Game of Thrones of who's telling you what you want to hear and who's hiding stuff behind your back. So, and, and no one even, like, that's when Rhaenyra's kind of got to get some some spies somewhere to at least where someone could tell her, like, hey, if she moves anywhere, you need to let me know kind of on the side here. Yeah. Oh, dead silence. Anybody got oh. anything? Go ahead, Alex. <laughs> Did any but the the scene also thoroughly I mean obviously the whole episode was pretty good but I did like the I don't know how if you guys are in the aesthetics and movies and all that kind of stuff but the scene where both of them Allison and Rainier are in the I guess is that the set that blows up do we know is that the one that I've been trying every episode to just figure out like connections man and it's like it's crazy they do throw those connections in there it might be the set I'm not sure I did just look up in that little like. Circle with the star in it is on one of those pillars of that that radical group that seriously lets take over, but I think that is it. But that whole scene where they're around the fire, you know, fire means life. 
they're sitting there lighting the candles and talking about, you know, and that would be a perfect spot for her to kind of say something like, hey, you know, I've been kind of talking with your dad a little bit, helping him, comforting. But just knowing it shows, you know, she breaks down, cries, and still no nothing's let out. And that, I think, it just shows kind of how, you know, she's still keeping things, even though you're in like this holy, oh, I just talk and pray and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, it's right. going to be interesting too because I, I wondered how into like the current day Game of Thrones, if you take like everything Game of Thrones is like a present or whatever, like are we going to get all of the connections from this era down? Because that means how does the Hightower like lineage fall into play here? Like what happens to it? to uh allison is it that's how you say her yeah. name like mm-hmm. like i think it's crazy like the possibilities that could come up like does she marry the king does she like end up not doing it and like not having children or something but they're doing a great job of introducing people at like times when like they can really affect the story yeah and i think we're in for like a whole mess of new characters too in this season. yeah uh so it's just going to be interesting going forward to see, like, how we can, like, all the dots that are connected. Yeah, and I think, like, I think we, we talked last week. I don't know, Alex, if you saw it on Twitter. A little bit of a spoiler was the Targaryen family tree. And it does kind of break oh. down a little bit. So, and, and if you saw that preview, there was a little, you know, and you see Otto saying, oh, there's Aegon, Aegon will be king, Aegon II. They do have a firstborn son. I think that's what it's really, when they, I think they're going to jump time frame. It says, like, five year or maybe two or three years or something of when when we last but that to me is when it's really going to get spicy because there's some other that scene where Rhaenyra saves the day on the at Dragonstone it kind of felt like a setup too if you looked at that thing of like Damon kind of looked and said oh and we all know Targaryens cousins uncles nephews get married and (laughs) bloodline so where is that yeah. gonna? And again, there's the books are already yeah, there. If you want to go read it all, it's all out there to spoil it per se. I try not to go too down the rabbit hole because I want a little bit of it to be new as well. But I just looked yeah. at that family tree to see. I want to see how far it was, even though it was 172 years. Like Daenerys is a direct descendant from Rhaenyra, so I do think that dynamic of now that Rhaenyra has been stabbed in the back by her friend and her father. How can she get back into it? Well, she is eventually, even though she's pulling the Arya and doesn't necessarily want to have kids, she's going to have to have kids to compete with having a prince or something there. You know what I mean? Or a king, right. whatever it may be. Yeah, because I guess nobody here has read the book. I haven't read it either. Uh, but I'm trying to... I've been going back and forth whether I want to spoil anything, but I'm not going to... Decide not, not to go look and... And, but of course, they could change things anyway. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure everything's not going to be exact. I think they've already changed a few things here or there. But but uh, yeah, it is. It is interesting to see what they end up doing. And well, and like I, how how things get to where they are. I think also like there's so many things they can still do, like because it's still a large time span. Even if like some of the main things are known, you know what I mean, like. The, family tree and whatnot like all the stuff in between is what makes game of thrones good anyway so and and you know it's gonna pull some surprise stuff at some point hopefully and they seems doing everything they did right with the in this one from the get and they're very mindful of spoiler around but i haven't gone fully but either way i'm not worried about it 
my watch, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I just that is the, you know, everybody's had family troubles and argued with your family. I don't think we've ever had to worry about a best friend going and sleeping with your mom or your pops or whatever it may be. So that, again, that's where I think it pulls people in is just the family strife and how to see the, the Targaryens start to crumble from within. And, you know, even that conversation, I thought, you know, we talked about last week how we thought the Maesters may be up to no good. That's a theory out there that the Maesters were the ones that kind of oh, helped, helped yeah. rid the world of the dragons and helped that, mm-hmm. you know, that conversation he has. I can't remember. I think it was with Otto and a Maester or it was, uh, yeah. And he talks about yeah. the different, all right, should I, you know, marry this? He doesn't even bring up Allison. Allison's not brought up. Otto kind of knows that she's in play because obviously that's his daughter. And they all, you know, you should, you know, and the Maester even brings up, well, and he, his look on his face when he hears that he got pitched the idea of marrying the Valyrian, he realizes, oh, shit, that is a stronger line. You know, that's what they kind of want. I don't know if, would he want the, the high tower thing? Because then it does start branching off in a different way and it starts making their blood a little bit weaker and pulling the Targaryens apart because that pull of him choosing Alicent definitely causes destruction within a family and how do you know that's how you got to destroy it from within i mean that's that's what makes game of thrones great i guess when it comes down to it everybody's pulling strings everybody's got a you know motive that, that i was getting the same vibes like everybody he went to to talk to all seemed like they're pointing in that direction whether that was the smartest move or not i i feel like there might be some some strings being pulled as well well yeah and it definitely feels like like you said what what if he does choose the Valyrian girl, though she's twelve? Like where, politically wise, he keeps everything in order. He keeps the army. He, you know, he, he does keep his daughter on his side because she's like cool with that. Like, oh, okay, like yeah. you know. So, besides the fact that it's still he's like fifty years old or forty, you know, and she's twelve, like you know. So him doing this, I think, like you said, that really is when we're going to start getting in the mud and. I wonder, besides those, I guess just those conversations he had with Allison and her being a little bit older, was that the sole reason why he chose her? Because, yeah, I mean, I I think so. I think that's a domino. That's the that's the big domino that really is going to kick it. Because, like you said, if if he picks that, everything kind of stays in order if he does that, and then you have Valerian on your side to deal with Dame. Tearing up, teaming up, uh, there's going to be some issues. Yeah. Mm. But, it, and, go ahead, Alex. And I, I almost wonder if it's a bit of overconfidence on his part. He, he mentioned to Rhaenyra when they were in the tomb looking at the dragons about like how the difference between them and the other families of the old age or whatever was that they had dragons. Uh, that dragons are power. And I almost wonder, like, was he just, you know, I got the dragons. I'm good. It doesn't matter if someone's mad at me. Like, let him go off and be pissed off with his crab army. Um, I think that there might be a lot that we just still haven't seen yet in terms of his decision. And because, yeah, he kind of had the conversations with her. But, I mean, we haven't seen anything logically that would make him choose her over a 
of course, that's the whole thing with Game of Thrones, too. Well, that's, yeah, it is kind of like, it's the Rob Stark path, right? Like, they set him up yeah. for here you're oh, supposed yeah. to go, <laughs> and then yep. he chooses the other handmaiden girl that was helping in the battle, and then we saw how that ended. I don't know how this is going to end. It looks like he at least has some kids. I don't think we have a red wedding, like, pregnant right. woman getting stabbed, per se. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a solid point, too. I just, he also, like, think about it, he's almost like the the nicest king you know think about robert baratheon yeah. in, in a way where yeah. robert was out there had whores he treated cersei like shit i mean cersei was an asshole anyway but like every other king we see is mostly like they're at a brothel or they've got two or three women as soon as someone walks in on them he's really still mourning his wife and we haven't seen any scene or even him make like a sexual joke or an innuendo or anything like that so it's almost like he's, and that's where he's too nice, where he's getting taken advantage of, where so many people can pull strings and influence him. But, like, he just, it's like he doesn't want to do it, but he still likes that power, because who doesn't like the absolute power? I mean, they said that in the first episode, but it's it's very interesting because he, it just almost seems too nice. Because even though you brought up the dragon point, Alex, he almost doesn't want to use dragons. Like... He, yeah, like he he's been fine with he got to he was the last one to ride Balerion the the huge skull that's in there he doesn't really ride I think his dragon is the one that flew off they talked about he was talking about with the um, the little girl there about how where did it go oh the dragon keepers say it's staying off the coast and he's like oh I think dragon, sure. yeah are too big so yeah I think it is going to show up <laughs> it wouldn't allude to it without showing up at some point absolutely so it, but it's just like he. And is that a part of it, too, where he's kind of starting to get brainwashed, where they've been so powerful for so long, they haven't necessarily had to use them? And it's like you got to I will say, he made a good decision with his brother, at least. Like, he knew his brother was bluffing. Yeah. And right? So he didn't take it seriously. So, I mean, I don't think the... Like, he's clearly always taking the path of least resistance. Yes. And, like, in a Game of Thrones show, I kind of feel like you know that path is not going to win out at the end. So it's like I think he, I, I think he needs to find a balance. Yeah, but I, like, I think that's where they, being there would have been good and whatnot. And I think yeah, even though he yeah, has okay. taken a lot of the the path of least resistance, I think this one with Allison is one that's going to cause a lot of strife and some resistance. Though it's well, the easiest um, because she's older, but. It wasn't the easiest, as in like I should just do this because it'll keep everyone peace. I keep the big yep. the, sh- the 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 ships on my side and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's very interesting how I just he doesn't want to have any conflict, but he definitely loves to yell at people and tell them that he he's still their king. Well, I, so I think it's being viewed as as weakness, especially since he hasn't ridden a dragon since his you know he has he could he could have got another dragon if he wanted to, but yeah. it's kind of I think it, it's. Unfortunately, it's going to be viewed as weakness, and I guess I'm just—I I was also drawing the uh, Rob Stark uh, parallel or Ned Stark parallels. Okay. So I don't know how long he uh, yeah. is going to make it. <laughs> we'll yeah. see how many episodes he's going to make it. He's going to make it to the end of the first well, season. I don't, I don't well, know. Who knows? He might have some type of infection because I mean they—they didn't—they didn't not show that. They didn't show that for no reason. You know, right? There's no coincidence. What he cut his hand yeah, on. I, on the throne, and then, yep. then yep. next episode, 
his finger is all messed up. His neck's all messed up, right? And that's what they've kind of said. I think George R. R. Martin came out and said that when that throne was designed by Aegon the Conqueror, Mm -hmm. he designed it so you couldn't sit on it long because if you sit on it long, you're going to get hurt because the king should be up doing stuff, either fighting battles or up, and he's been sitting on it so long. So it is definitely interesting to see that he's got the finger, he's got the back. Now, is it getting a little bit of poison on that, uh, you know, is someone like, you know, throwing a little poison slash as it's sitting there by itself and no one's washing and that's why it's hurting more? But it's also just rusted metal. So anytime you're getting cut with rusted metal, I'm sure it doesn't bode well for the body. But yeah, I, I, I really, yeah. And, and with the time jump we're coming up here where we saw that first kid in a quick sh- slot, I, I am leaning towards more and more that by the end of this season, he's either dead or he's exiled somewhere. I don't know. Like I said, I, don't, I didn't go down that rabbit hole of figuring out who's, who lives and survives on that. I know there is somewhat of a bloodline he does start with Allison, but again, that doesn't necessarily mean he keeps kicking around. So, Yeah, I mean, I think he's dying. Just, okay. and I, I, I think he's definitely dying this season. and It'll just be, will it be like something like that or him getting killed by someone? Yeah. So, we'll see. And is that what sets off, like... Everything. The massive race, <laughs> right. yeah. Well, then it's like a mad right, dash right. to the throne, I would assume. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like when Robert died. I mean, when Robert Baratheon died, it set off the events right. of everything and just dominoes falling everywhere. Yep. It's true. That's true. And it, especially if he's got kids and then somehow Damon ends up having kids or Rhaenyra's got kids, then like you said, it's a figuring out who is actually the rightful person. And then like we went through that series of Joffrey and kids sitting on the throne when they had no reason whatsoever to the be sitting on the throne. Yeah. And then all the kids died, Cersei's there, and then everything went to shit. But, and obviously we've got 172, but 150, and then I, they jump like 15 years. So we still got a long time to the complete demise where there's just like two of them left in this in the known world in the Game of Thrones that we knew from the jump. But, yeah, I mean, it, it really is. I think that's a, you know, put your money down on him dying this season, but how it all happens and who stabs who. And, I, you know, back to that point of her picking that night, that night has got to save her or her father at some point, right? That she picked for the Kingsguard. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that, again, they wouldn't bring that oh, up yeah. with, without some kind of, hey, what's he gonna, what kind of role is he going to play? Who is he going to save, per se? Because the Kingsguard always seem to either help somebody out or they end up killing somebody really bad there at the they end. They make so. those quick moments. Yeah. They just go... Yeah. And they're ready to stab. Yeah. So, and I think that... Yeah, I, I kind of... Go ahead, Lurs. I got hound vibes. I got hound vibes from that one uh, night that Rhaenyra's always kind of with. Like, I kind of get a little bit of hound vibes. Oh, there, yeah, so. I got you. Good, the good, older, like, the older, the play in some form. Yeah. Like, like the, yeah, like the good protector yeah, guy. Like, the one that, that let... Yeah. hmm Okay. Yeah, I mean, he definitely, like you said, he's probably seen some shit, uh, but he does seem like he's got her best interest at heart, even though he's just, you know, closing doors, even though he's letting a 15-year-old go into the room with a 45-year-old and just shutting it behind him, but he knows his place and lets it go. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing he can really do there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I will say it's pretty funny. I saw somebody put a compilation on Twitter, too, of like all the faces when people first see dragons or still see dragons. I mean, that scene where uh, Damon's dragon comes out and then Rhaenyra comes out of nowhere 
you know, is just fantastic because you see people who haven't really seen him up close, and it, it would be like a shock for anybody. I mean, it goes back to when, you know, um, you know, even in the characters from Game of Thrones kind of saw the dragons and just how shocked you were because that's something you hear about, but then you see them, and I guess now they're not as prevalent in this time because they haven't been using them as much in war because there hasn't really been any battle. But I am looking forward, and I love those scenes of, pull, you know, when they pull the dragons out. It'll be great if they, it looks like they got that little battle with the Crab King coming up and, and filleting some crab down there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to and see. I say, like... No, go ahead. Good, go ahead. No, you're good. I was just going to say I'm curious to see how uh, the combatants, the dragons, I guess, next episode, because, like, you'd think they would, they would just fry them and it'd be a pretty pretty easy solution. But you got to think at least, if they're building them up to be at least a threat, he's got to have some kind of way to fight off the dragons. So we'll mm-hmm. see. And I, you know, and I thought, I, I thought when Renera came in on the dragon, that that was a badass scene. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a badass. Scene. I mean, the the clouds blowing up as she's coming through underneath, and then busting out of the clouds is fantastic. And it's wild, like the times that they make her look like Danny, man. Like the the casting was spot on for her. Her and Damon both look like the perfect characters for who they are. Yeah, like. Like, Damon looks like he's got that punchable face. He went to Duke. Something like <laughs> weird going on. Well, so maybe Jeep shouldn't feel so bad then. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and I, I even like the scene where they find out that Damon broke in and stole the egg, and then they start speaking in Valyrian and find out that it was supposed to be her brother's egg that they oh. spent, you know, that they put the dragon eggs in the cradle when they're growing up. That's how they kind of bond with the dragon. And then her realizing... When her dad says, no, you can't go there, but she still ends up going. I mean, she was the only one that was going to stop that whole scenario. Because oh, I think sure. I think Otto was going to get filleted. I think everybody was going to get destroyed because they obviously had the bigger army heading into that. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting seeing, like you said, she knows how to deal with Damon. And it's probably just her and her, her dad are the only two. But Otto just still wants – and I, I think Damon just like – he's like that, that – you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. He's always just, even though he, he said he had a pregnant woman, he said he was getting married, all that was lies. He did take the dragon egg, but it was just kind of like, all right, let's see what they're going to do, and then I'll react to that. Since his uh, nephew, niece showed up, I'll throw the dragon egg back at her, and we'll just see it and keep going on. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like a kid, like testing boundaries, right? Yeah. Like, he's just mm-hmm. seeing what he can get away with at this point. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know eventually it bites him in the ass and we'll see how that all goes down. But yeah, it's I think I think it'll be interesting to see if Damon ends up being like the mastermind behind everything or if he's also getting used. Because when he was having that conversation with the crab man, I was kind of like, you know, you're not really in control of this situation. Like it seemed like crab man was doing the talking. Yeah, but I yeah. I I did like the part where he basically you know the whole like. I can talk shit about my brother, but you can't talk shit about my brother. I mean, that's yeah, just the, I can't. I can't get a good read on if he really is this really bad guy, or if he's. I don't know. He's he's a little ambiguous, kind of both sides. I don't know. I can't get a good read on. I, I think it. I saw something that said George R. R. Martin. It's his favorite character because he is just a great character. Like right. he does. He does like you know the the funeral scene. He's very. 
Dwarf's family, you know, steps up and yeah, he's he there was, for it. He was the only one that stepped up. Exactly. So, but know. then, you know, he then but then just recent then right after that he does the air for a day. You know, and then he yeah. does this thing, right? So it's very he's back and forth. It's very, like you said, a human element where one day you're you're trying to be nice, but the other day you're doing something not necessarily as nice. So it, I think that's and that's what we love about Game of Thrones is you're still cheering for people, but they've still done some fucked up shit in the past, but they're doing something better about it right now. I mean, like when you know when Arya comes out and kills Frey and slits his throat. I mean, who would have thought? Wow. We're sitting there. I mean, that was one of the best scenes of all time. But we're sitting here cheering for murder. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like bloody murder. <laughs> Or so. any of the times that Jamie like redeemed himself, and you're just like, man, he did some pretty bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he pushed the kid out of the window, but then he yeah. ends up sleeping with Brianna Tarth and trying to make up for it and all that kind of stuff. Right, so. right. And you're like, I'm gonna cheer for that guy. <laughs> yeah. like, then he dies. That. Then he dies. In the yeah. Room. Then he leaves. Yeah. yeah. I, what? Uh, yeah. Let's we, don't, we don't have to talk about this. We have to talk about it. Um. But another point. It'd be interesting. I don't know where the Lannisters are at this point, too. Like, I guess they're just kind of maybe building up their wealth. Who knows yeah, when yeah. they're going to be able to jump in, but... Well, see, and that'll be... what. What's cool is I already can... I already have a feeling how they're going to do a lot of these spinoffs. Like, you're going to see, like, glimpses of other families and stuff in this, but, like, not really get too much detail. And then I could see them going back to it in another series with a different family. I mean, there's... There's so many options there. It's, uh, and I mean, they're on fire right now. I mean, it had like 10.2 yeah. million viewers. So, yeehaw. Yeah. You know? It'll be very interesting to see what the, how the ratings hit when it is Sunday night football going up against it. I mean, we all like both football and Game of Thrones, but, you know, if my team's not playing for that from 9 to 10 slot, I'm definitely flipping on that. And you can just look on your phone real quick for the for that last hour you missed for the for the game. But I mean, they're bringing the heat. Like I said, I love the set. You know, everything's set up. But even back to that, I mean, how do we think? Oh, uh, Damon's side piece. You know, we we mentioned in a touch last week how side pieces, the whores, they always end up either getting brutally murdered or pulling a yeah, fast one on somebody. Yeah, she she reminded me of uh, Tyr- Tyrion. Yes, Tyrion's sweet Tyrion's, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so, oh, so we'll, we, we know how that ended. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, Not she well. she just wants to have power. But where does she end up? You know, she showed a little bit of fight, and they they're showing her a lot more than for her to just be a no name, just a whore. A whore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's been a whore. So well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, especially since they gave well, we her that. Uh, about that too. Yeah, <laughs> they gave her that big, uh, you know, kind of character speech in the last episode towards the end, where were they on? Um, where was that? They were on a uh, dragon. On the window ledge, dragon wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Dragonstone, which yeah. I think we they had seen that same room, if I'm not mistaken, from the original series as yep. well. That's where they finally laid out the plans. That's where Jon Snow yes. and Daenerys Snow yeah. finally said, yeah. "No, we can't. Well, we can't keep doing this." Aunt, uh, was it aunt and uncle or aunt and nephew <laughs> stuff and everything? You yeah. Know it <laughs> if they only knew. If they, yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, how how they tell it and what are we all going to get to see? Like I said, I, I'm interested too to see how the fall of dragons did kind of start. And again, since they've already got a season two. They hit that last week. 
with you know the dragons getting smaller and smaller, what is being done to kind of who's halting that too? And I hope they kind of touch on that in, in times to come of you know with with Damon stealing an egg and then she immediately puts it in that hot pot, and you're thinking, okay, I guess they got to kind of stay hot, but then you know Daenerys carried hers around in those tubs for forever and then heated them up with that you know rebirth kind of thing, so. Mm-hmm. That that would be a, a side quest, I guess. I'm interested in seeing. Right, and will we will we see like if we do see the end of the dragons in this series? Will we see like the eggs that she ends up getting? Will we will we see where those originated from? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That would. Yeah. Watch it be. Watch it be. Yeah. Watch it be that egg from this like second episode yeah. that the Damon stole and she got back. I'm also wondering, uh, I, I swear, I think we're going to see Melisandre. Uh, yeah, that's a possibility, she, right? I think, right? Isn't she old as hell? Yeah, she, and she tweeted yeah. out. Yeah. I think she did. So she tweeted or she put something on Instagram story about how she's generations old. So, yeah, I mean, she's... Yeah, the, I mean, she's got an Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they put the dagger and I heard like just like little cameo and popping up or something in the last one. Like, I could just see it. Is there anything from Game of Thrones, like people wise, they could actually like do? And I was like, well, I guess her. Yeah. Right. So I don't know how she would even. She could. Twine and she could be all. with the Crab but King. Down the road, that's just something to think about. Yeah, she could be oh, fuel, wow. fueling the Lord of the Light. Yeah, the Crab King giving him some juice, you know. I mean, that's. That could be it. <laughs> That'd be wild. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Crab, the, yeah, crab feeder or whatever. Like, yeah, what crab it? feeder. Yeah, what, that's... I, again, I just think it's one of the... I, I want to know what... Yeah, like... Like, how are they going to get them? How are they going to get these dragons? You know what I mean? Yeah. They should just roast them. That, that, <laughs> I just, Maybe they have a giant crab. Yeah, I just love already... <laughs> like I said earlier, just the villainous that he looks. He's got the half... Kind of mask covering his face. He's he's kind of burnt up, but he looks like he kind of has grayscale. But it's also it looks like it's uh like a just like a barnacle kind of thing from being at the ocean. So just overall yeah. his his backstory and how he's still because if they're gonna flash forward a couple years and they're still dealing with this conflict, obviously it's something that just keeps hanging around. He's got enough firepower behind him to keep fighting yeah. these guys off with his trade stuff. So you know. How is all that going to play in, and where is that going to? Who who are they going to really screw over down the line with that? But if Damon's got the fleet of the, you know, what's his what's the old buddy's name with the dreads? Oh, um, yeah, Jeeves. Google. Uh, uh, Valerian. <laughs> yeah, Valerian. Valerian Papa. Yeah, Valerian Papa. Then it, it it'll be you know, that's another side story to, to watch out for. I just spelled Valerius. Uh, the I think it's, it's is it Corliss? Corliss? I think so. Yeah, it's Corliss. Corliss, that's it. Yeah, no. Corliss Valerian. That's it. And you know he's gonna be a major, you know, player in all this, and like with his wife being like wrongfully not picked for the throne. I mean, they're definitely gonna play, and it also makes sense with Damon and. Rhaenyra, with her going with them, yeah, she can use that woman as a mentor. Like 
I thought that was a kind of weird interaction. Like it was almost, uh, I thought originally the, the aunt was going to be like pretty nice to her and like mentor. And then she was real with her. And then Renera was kind of like, screw you. Yeah. So I don't even know. <laughs> I think like, as we were, we were, you know, talking about it a little bit ago, I think it's just that old generation, a new one. Like it's, you're not going to change it. You may think you're going to change it when you're that young, but you're not going to be able, you know, they're all laughing behind you, you know, behind your back. She brings up how you're still the cupbearer, even though you're the alleged, cut, you know, heir to the throne. But he's still alive. He's still going to impregnate somebody. and He's going to end up having a boy. And then you're just going to kind of get tossed to the side. So seeing Rainier try to find her own path and how she's going to do it, I think is, is, you know, the ultimate story there on that one. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the next episode. All right, so uh, speaking of that, then, does anybody have any uh, predictions for that next episode coming up? Hmm. I think somebody, and I don't know who, but somebody's going to be, like, good or evil that we don't expect it to. Like, I feel like that's always happening in Game of Thrones. Like, they show us someone, and we're like, oh, I hate that dude, or like, oh, that dude's cool, and then they turn out to be, like, Opposite. Okay. I don't know who, but I like that's very uh, specific. I'm gonna go with the bold prediction of a uh, giant crab. Giant crab is gonna is gonna fight the uh, <laughs> fight the dragons off. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with I think somebody's getting captured per se, and that's a, you know I don't know if it's Damon. It looked like a oh. shot of him getting hit with a couple arrows. If he gets captured, does the brother then kind of help out? Do they have to get him back? Does Rhaenyra get captured? Does somebody who's upset, you know, we saw a lot of that capturing in the first one. Jamie, you know, even uh, Mama Stark got captured. Rob Stark was captured for a little bit. Who is going to end up going on the other side and getting that side story of, oh, why are you fighting against us? Oh, well, you know, 30 years ago, your dragon flew over and burnt my whole family or something like that. And How they're kind of seeing both sides. You know, even the Dornish, they kind of Brought that storyline in yeah. to kind of to t- to taste tease that uh, in Game of Thrones. So I'm going with someone's getting captured and held hostage per se. And you know, even I mean, the, the roughest hold hostage was uh, old buddy who got chastised. So may his may he rest oh, in peace. Oh, oh, Reek. Yeah, oh, Reek. Yeah. <laughs> so something's coming God. up. Somebody's getting captured. You think someone gets castrated? No, <laughs> I mean we did someone. I mean someone is. It's Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean we right. did see yeah. them or not. Yeah, we did see someone's nuts get cut off. I was gonna say we kind of saw that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going more of just the, the captured, captured. Yeah. I don't know if necessarily castrated will go there that far, but captured. And someone will be captured behind enemy lines, and that'll that'll tie off of how we're gonna get this person back. You think uh, we think you, we see any time jumping in this episode coming up? Yeah, I think so. Sure, that's I think, what my prediction would be. Yeah, because I think we saw a little <laughs> glimpse of that uh, of the baby on the on the next episode preview. Yeah, yeah. Aegon. Oh, nice! I didn't even see that. Yeah, Aegon the second. Spoilers. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you guys. Y'all well, always gotta stay through the credits. So for me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's always a great debate. Do you want to watch the preview to get spoiled, or it's like watching trailers? Do you want to watch trailers because they show all the good stuff in the trailers? But yeah, nah. always do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious how many more time skips we're gonna get. Like, is this going to be the last? Oh, until time they skip? until they completely go with the new actresses. Right. Yeah, because every episode. Well, is it well, like six episodes? Out? She's in six episodes. I thought I saw the girl. So okay, how, how many episodes are there? Ten. But see, who knows what that means though? Like, it, she could be yeah. in like the final two and flashbacks. Like, it doesn't and necessarily mean she's. Well, because also the, like, book is, like, it's one book compared to, like, multiple. So it's, like, where do they break yeah, that up? And we know there's a season Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we know what time jumps. I don't know if we'll, yeah, will there be some flashbacks? Probably just to kind of set some things, like, oh, this is what happened. But, yeah, you almost think at some point if you're going to go into, you know, if you're jumping ahead and now they're going to, you know, Aegon the second's going to be there, that baby's going to be there. But it still looked like it was still the same actresses, right? It was still the Allison and right. still the same Rhaenyra. When do yeah. they go? When do they go full blown? And it's the the two other women that are that are playing it's those characters a, as older. A time skip an episode, pretty much so That's, far. Yeah, so maybe so it is. I wonder. A run around the five or uh, six episode, right? Where so, it happens, and it could happen in the middle of the episode, middle of episode six. You know, she's still in it at the beginning, and then all of a sudden something happens, and it, it goes. When are we getting our, cl- our our big cliffhanger? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do we think we do we think they're going to stick with uh, you know episode nine being the big one where we get someone's head chopped off or you know it's always that ninth episode that's a big some, battle scene or whatever. If they're smart, they should do that because that's what yeah keeps everybody ready for uh, more. I guess. Yeah. Well, hopefully the both the last, the final two are just dope, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do a double banger, you yeah. know. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it looks like we're getting a battle scene coming up here on episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you know that'll be interesting too. But yeah, and to see, like you said, at the in these times, you know, a lot of these places, if they're not battling dragons, but they sh- should at least be prepared for it. So how did they? We saw at the end with Cersei and them that huge giant bow. What they've got a some way. In, in some way, you know, figure out, all right, what should we do against these? Because we've seen them over and over and over again, and we're still getting whooped. But, again, I think that's a, a valid point of how are they going to try to defend themselves against these dragons and kind of survive? Because at some point, someone wants to overthrow, I mean, Robert's Rebellion years and years down the line, but that by then the dragons, I think, were about wiped out. And I think that would be interesting, too. Like you said, Alex, where does this line up? Does it line up and end right there at Robert's Rebellion where he picks up his – his spear or what his axe and he's like all right let's start it and then yeah. that's when they two years later they do the robert's rebellion spinoff kind of thing and leads us into the game of thrones series because mm-hmm. they can go so many different avenues but i guess that's up to them of where they actually want to drop it off or ke- how long they want to keep it going well because weren't they talking yeah. about doing another like prequel like something set before this i yeah. thought i remember reading something about it. and then they were also yeah. potentially uh, looking uh, at like a, a spinoff the canceled one yeah, there was a canceled one. Then there's the the one that the the two uh, ladies talked about, Nymeria, that woman yeah. warrior. That that one's in production. I don't know if it's in production, but they're definitely in the writers' room now about that one. Then there's another one like the Dunk Dunkin' Egg. It's like these two uh, warriors that just go around and kind of like are mercenaries. 
And that's in like I think that's the one that they're working on doing animation, kind of like a okay. you know Star Wars Rebels kind of side story kind of thing too. I, but you know, as he said, George R. R. Martin came out and said he wants to basically make a whole you know Marvel universe. Yes, universe of this thing. And they've got to be a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Since you mentioned you mentioned Star Wars yeah. Rebels, I can't not talk about it because I know you have an appreciation for it. I'm, I'm very glad to hear that you watched it. Yes. And, uh, you enjoyed it, I guess, I, I hope. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I've, I've caught up on all my Star Wars canon, uh, the animated series, the Rebels. I'm ready. I see the uh, Bad Batch is coming Star back. Yeah, the yeah. Bad Batch is coming back here in September. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's it's those are good side stories as well. And if they can do something like that with Thrones, I mean, like you said, the stories are limitless. And the content seems yeah. to be there, and you know the thirst for it. So yeah. now, if for somebody who didn't have it spoiled to know the Targaryen or the the move he was going to make, did you think he was going to choose the twelve year old, or was everybody pretty much set that he was going to choose Allison? Oh, he was going to choose Allison. Yeah. That causes the most problems. <laughs> yeah. the, chooses the most pro- or causing the most problems. That's the choice. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't have did all that building up. For him to not pick her, yeah. I yeah, so. show would, we would not be watching this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't have given her any That's screen time, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. They, they wouldn't. Have. Well, yeah, I mean, just uh, yeah, yeah. since we're all you know free thinkers here, we probably knew since she's such a main character that was coming up. But right, you know, it always reminds well, me of like the you know you bring up. That's why we watch the show because it's the you know it's the wrong thing to do. It reminds me of Walking Dead. Anytime they left their shelter or their camp is when shit popped off. When it was like if you just stay there, no one would know you were there and you were good. So similar to this, if he had just chose the right path, then maybe it would have just been a little bit smoother sailing. But obviously with this show, that's not what they do. And now we'll get yeah. to enjoy the his ramifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people in real life. You dumb shit too. So <laughs> it's not like it's, I mean, there's, there's dragons and all this, but it's not like it's unrealistic in terms of how people act. So yeah. it's nice. It's just not. It's nice too to just be uh, just back in the realm, I guess. Like yeah. just like because I'm get I get the same vibes already. And like like I was said at the beginning of this podcast, like you can see already who might be good, bad. Uh, snake you know so it's like yes this is what i wanted to see well yeah that's kind of what i was getting. i think nobody was very happy with how the original series ended and i think everybody went into this series a little hesitant but after two episodes i think everybody's being pulled back in yeah like okay yeah this is the content yeah. that i signed up for this is what i want <laughs> yeah. This is Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I and I even the, you know my, the episode on the screen in front of me is dying down here, but that ending scene there with Allison and Rhaenyra, I really, you know, we talked about surprise people dying. We know Allison's going to have kids with her dad or Rhaenyra's dad and everything, but ha- that that fracture of a friendship, you know, going from a best friend to now your stepmom to where is she going to start using that power of? We're not friends anymore. I can control you in yeah. essence, and yeah. how that is going to drive an even bigger wedge on top of because then she's going to start siding with Rhaenyra's dad because it's her husband, and now you're you're competing two against one, and you've got no shot there, and that's just going to drive her further and further away. And eventually, like you said, they're going to she's going to turn on her own people, and that just more bloodshed you know ensues. Yeah, 
well, yeah, like what happens if the king dies? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's when shit really hits the fan and all that. So, I mean, what's her mo then? Because she's the mother of the future king, I guess, right? So yeah, she's still the queen at, at the time, right? So I don't even know how any of that works, but that's gonna be what nice. Well, I think that would be that's her dad, her oh Otto's ultimate move, right? If she's there, yeah, and then the king dies, oh, now, now a high tower. Running it. Yeah, now a high tower. She's the rightful queen. She sits on the throne until her first heir is old enough. Because if the king dies and the kid's only like three, like obviously he can't rule a kingdom. So now his daughter gets to run the kingdom while he actually is running the kingdom because he's the hand and he's just going to tell her what to do. So I think that's that ultimate play in that one. And is that? And it's well, that Tywin Lannister, who's the actual most powerful person in the kingdom. Yep. Well, I, guess yep. I guess I'm also uh, looking forward to the next episode and seeing exactly how that process works out. Like, since uh, they already named an heir, when, you know, once he has another male child, like, how does that process work? Are they just, like, do they have a ceremony be like, all right, you're not yeah, the that's heir true. anymore? Well, you're not heir Right. Like when they strip, strip the captain's patch off your jersey in those right, sports movies, right. you know? <laughs> You can't wear this captain's patch anymore. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's got to be humiliating because everybody's seen you get nominated as an heir, but now it's like, nope, sorry, no more. Right. What is the process of that? How does that work out? How do you get Adam Schechter sends out a tweet? Right. A three-eyed raven. That's right. That's a very interesting point. Like, how do they, all right, never mind, scratch that from the history books. It's actually now going to be this person who's the heir, and now you're just humiliating or is it just known? You know what I mean. Yeah. Like as soon as the boy is born, like sorry, it's out. Yeah, it's but like they, but they still got to have another process, right? It's still another one of those big ceremonies uh, where the like the knighting scene of all that. But yeah, I know that is that's got to be a humiliating you know experience for Rhaenyra. So all right, is it always building builds a resentment for her? That's why she's going to turn. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. All right, any uh, final thoughts on the episode or next episode coming up? Looking forward to it. Yep. Yep. All right, all I've got is uh, the Yahoo Fantasy League. If you haven't joined that yet, pick them. I just joined today. Fantastic. The ID number is 3969, and the password is beards, all lowercase letters. Join that so you can get a trophy if you win. Picks all the way through the Super Bowl. Free to join. All that good stuff. And then as we talk from the jump, Survivor coming up in a couple weeks, less than a month, and we'll be doing a, I don't know how we'll do that podcast this year. Like, maybe we'll just have to do one and do a little quick hot D and then a little Survivor picks. Who knows? So we'll do all that because it seems like I think uh, House of the Dragons going until mid-October. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Looking forward to next episode. And let's see, since Alex has been so long, do you remember how we uh, end the podcast, Alex? You did this to me last time, and I... Oh, now you're frozen on my... Oh, oh, oh we're, we're back. back. Nope, we're back. I forget. You forget? All right, let's see, if, let's see if Kevin remembers. Peace. There it was. Peace.